How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. I'm in the Carton and Roberts studio now. Keith McPherson on the fan. Till 2 a.m., we've got two hours to talk sports. Jets, Giants, Mets, Yankees, Knicks, Nets, Rangers, Isles, Devils, and any general sports topics that you want to talk about. Um, What we talked about in the last hour, we can leave in the last hour because people are going to call with their own um, thoughts and takes and kind of muddy the story. Go be the judge for yourself. Go Google or YouTube or Twitter and Instagram and find the video and watch the video. I, I don't believe, um, and the last thing I'll say about it, because I went back and listened, I, don't, I didn't hear Odell Beckham Jr. bring race into his roasting of that one pat passenger. He definitely called him a, uh, a fat A, but he definitely didn't um, bring race into it. He just, he roasted him. He roasted him. He, he, he put him in his place. Oh, you think you're going to talk to me? You can never talk to me. You're going to get off this plane, and I'm going to go fly private. Enjoy the cheese board on your way home in two hours. I'll be in the air somewhere. And you got to sometimes check people like that because people think they can disrespect you. People look at you and think they can say anything to you. You want to talk to me? Then let's talk, you know? (laughs) You asked for it. If you would have just quietly moved off the plane and not engaged Odell Beckham Jr. like that, then he probably wouldn't have cut him up like that. But it's jokes. It's, it's roasting. Like, you know, mind your business. I've cut up some people like that, too. <laughs> you know, I think that's just something people do. If you've got jokes, if you're able to roast people, um, I think that was uh, wrong. I, I said it was wrong. I think uh, American Airlines was in the wrong. I think he should sue them. And I think as more people see the video and actually think, and you know what, uh, you know, whatever you think doesn't matter. There was no charge there were no charges there was no you know the police barely looked like they even wanted to be there but at the end of the day what my stance on it is and my take it is is it's unfortunate that like that's too relatable for a lot of young black men there's you know not even just black men there's black people that try and just do things like fly and fall asleep um he wasn't being insubordinate um if he didn't have his seatbelt on there's conflicting reports there's a report that he did put his seatbelt on once uh, you know, the police showed up. Uh, he might have fell asleep without it on, but whatever. It's a seatbelt on a plane. He's not in a car. Like, 
they they should have they should have had more care. They're supposed to care for the um, passengers on the flight, and I think they were just looking to start something, and they did. And that was in November. Here we are in January talking about it because the footage was released. But if you're on hold and you want to talk about it, you can hang up. Um, if you're listening and you want to call about it, you you cannot because there's other things to talk about. And I'm not going to be uh, Odell Beckham Jr. public defender. I've spoken my piece on it. It definitely rubbed me the wrong way to see some people's take on it and some people bashing that man and calling that man names. And it, it's veiled in some other stuff. It's it's not um, it's, it's not right, you know. And you know what I'm getting at. So let's move on and let's keep talking about sports and try to stay in between those lines. But you know what? Like, it is, it's a news story. Odell Beckham Jr., he's an athlete. He played for the New York football giants. They sure could use him. The last time we had heard his name around that time, he was going to Dallas and Buffalo and New York to uh, try and get signed. And then we learned that he wasn't able to play this year. So now... Uh, he's kind of just been laying low, playing the background. And uh, I think he should sign with the Giants. I don't think he should sign with Dallas or the Bills. They went and signed T.Y. Hilton and Cole Beasley. And the Giants just added James Washington, who was on the Dallas Cowboys. And we'll see if he makes any type of impact. I, I heard a lot of people this week talking about Kenny Galladay. I don't understand that. I just don't think at this point in the season, if you couldn't rely on him um, any other week of the season, why in the biggest game of the season, the do-or-die game, would you be trying to go to him and make him a part of the offense and make him a factor? I just I think he's a non-factor. Let's go to Bill in Norwalk, Connecticut on the fan. You got it, Bill. Hello. Good work. Okay. Uh, let's start over. Bill in Norwalk, Connecticut on the fan. You got it, Bill. All right. So I said, uh, love your show. Keep up the good work. Um, so it's funny. You kind of just answered uh, one of the uh, one part of my question. Uh, I wanted to talk about Kenny Galladay specifically. Um, I don't know why. I've kind of had. Uh, I've been in tune with the Giants. I'm, I'm I'm a diehard Giants fan, lifelong. And you know, sometimes you're in tune with your team, and I just feel like, uh, you know, this season from going for it, you know, for the two point conversion week one, uh, you know, I just feel like I don't know. I would just I've had good premonitions about this team. And for some reason, and call me crazy, but you kind of just answered it. I wanted to ask if you thought Kenny Galladay could potentially have any impact this week. And then I guess, secondly, you know, as a former quarterback yourself, why do you think Kenny Galladay didn't never work out here? I mean, you saw a glimpse him and Davis Webb last week. Like I thought he was going to do that 10, 12 times a year. And, you know, we, we saw a glimpse of it in what's probably his last game. So you kind of already answered. You can't rely on him this week in your opinion, but how did he fail here? So, I mean, I think he could be used as a decoy. I think they might have him in there now because there's so much talk about him, and people did get to see him last week. And I think really what it is with Kenny Galladay is the price tag, right? Everyone's trying to get some kind of value out of the money that this guy made. I saw Dan Duggan put out that he made uh, $722,000 a week, and it's like, wow, this guy was getting two snaps a week in the game, and Collecting a check like that, a game check, that's that, that's ridiculous. And so I think fans want that. But remember that game where they tried to get him involved, they threw the ball to him, he dropped it, the fans booed him. Uh, you don't want that in the playoffs. Uh, why no, did he and, fail? And, and, and that was against his old team, too. I mean, yeah, I, I, I get it. I just, I mean, he was, he was a, a talented in, in Detroit. 
I thought him and Danny would make some music together, and he's just been, I mean, a colossal bust. Yeah, that's on Gettleman. And uh, I think he's a step slower than he was in Detroit. Um, I think he was the focal point of that offense with Matt Stafford because they were looking for a replacement for Calvin Johnson. So they were calling him Baby Tron. They put him right in there, and he caught a couple deep balls. But really, he was a red zone threat. He was a jump ball guy, a 50-50 ball guy. And when you have a guy like that at his size, jumping ability, um, that's not a 50-50 ball against a little 5-10 corner. He's winning a lot of those. So a lot of his touchdowns came in the red zone and just throwing that fade route into the back of of the end zone to him. Uh, I think when he came here, I don't think it was an attitude thing. I think he's got a good attitude. I think I've, I've... read the tea leaves that like guys like him in the locker room, but he just doesn't yeah, have it. Picked up a, he picked up a tab for the team with uh, Saquon and stuff. Yeah, yeah he, like, know, he, he knows. Like, it's got to be super awkward being one of the highest paid players and you don't play. You know, that's that it doesn't add up in the locker room. So you you can't really be uh, a, a bad guy in the in the locker room. You can't really have a negative attitude. You won't last there. The, the, you know, I think that with Kenny Galladay also, I think he, he tried and he didn't have it. And we saw him preseason, like he wasn't going that hard blocking. I think he looked at himself as like a veteran that had already arrived. And then you mix that with Brian Dable and a culture of we don't care who who you are. We don't care about the last name on your jersey. We don't care where you were drafted. We don't care what you think you did in this league. You got to show up and practice and prove it every day to earn your starts, earn your reps, earn your position on this team from uh, Darius Slayton to Isaiah Hodgins to Richie James to David Sills. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he yeah, probably yeah, came and in. And I love that about Coach. I mean, so I, I guess it brings up the point, was is he that much of a dog in practice? I mean, the fact that he can't even get into red zone packages, you know, for that one thing that he might be good at, it's just, well, it just amazes me. Isaiah right? Hodgins I mean, is, is similar. He's, he's a tall guy. He's a big frame receiver, hey, he, and he's he, a he, touchdown he, he's machine. I, I, I have no complaints with him. I mean, and there's a reason he's on the field and Kenny isn't. It's just it. it yeah, for, for a lot cheaper, and they're just going to cut bait with him. They're going to probably cut him at the end of the season. We'll see. I do I do not expect him to go somewhere else and be a top receiver in this league. It just was a mistake. You know, he had glowing numbers coming out of Detroit, and the Giants needed a receiver, and they signed him. And I think the whole league was on notice, like, whoa, this guy might be something in New York, especially when you were looking at the struggles that the Cowboys were having and the Eagles were having and the, the commanders were having with, like, lack of – DBs like lack of like legit corners. This was a few years back before they, you know, made moves in Philly and before like Trayvon Diggs emerged. Yep, yep. It just didn't work out. And that happens sometimes. I, I look at Albert Hainsworth, who signed, I think, with the commanders, and he signed this big contract. And that's something too. When these guys get that jump in money, they have arrived. And the motivation changes. A lot of guys don't play because they're motivated. They love the game. A lot of guys play because they're athletic and, and they're making a lot of money. And when you make that money that like you're set for life and you know you don't have to be as hungry, you don't have to go out there and compete the same, it, it's it's hard to have that fire. Yeah, no, you know, and you know, that's what everybody's basically said. But to your point, you said earlier, like you would think, like, where's your pride? You know, at some point, like I'm buried on the roster here and we're signing street free agents that are going out and making plays. Like I just thought he'd thought there'd be a little more fire under him, but yeah, sometimes I mean, it's I, gone. I it's, it, he yep. just doesn't have it. They put him in the game. Daniel Jones hit him, yeah. hit him with the ball. It hit his pads. It hit him in the stomach, I think, and he dropped it. It's not there. Oh, uh, we got one, one. One of them hit him right in the square in the hands. I mean, it was, another one hit him in the hands. It's like you can't drop those, bro. You're getting an opportunity. You got to be breaking the huddle, knowing that ball is coming to you, and just doing the simple things to catch the ball. He's just a guy that I think the Giants got. 
which they thought was in his prime, and he wasn't in his prime. And it just ends up being a little bit of a waste of money, a blimp on the radar. And you know what? He's not going to be uh, involved in this Joe Shane, Brian Dable era moving forward. It's going to be one real year that you remember, and uh, fans will probably forget him in, in five, ten years. It'll be like, remember Kenny Galladay? Remember how much money we paid him? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right? Just like Brandon Marshall, right? Yeah. <laughs> Been here for like, a second and did nothing. <laughs> you barely for, you you almost forget that he played for the the Giants, uh, the Jets, I just the remember Bears, myself. the exactly. Dolphins. I just reminded myself. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> and he's about to be thirty uh, next year. He's he's cooked, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that, that's, I guess that's what it is, you know. And I didn't even hate it. I, I didn't hate the move from Gettleman at the time, you know. I, I guess I bought into the hype too, but uh, you know that ship has sailed, and obviously, Gable's putting the players out there that. Uh, you know, are, are winning this game. So I got faith in them. I'm looking forward to uh, Sunday. I'm uh, I'm not like all Giants fans thinking we're definitely going to win, but I feel good. I feel yeah, good. have confidence, though. Go in there knowing oh, that you were – I have confidence. You I went confidence. toe-to-toe with that team. You were a field goal away from overtime. Oh, and... trust me. I mean, I, I, I've replayed it numerous times. I mean, we're yeah. healthier. If we cut down the mistakes, there's no reason why yep. we can't. Less penalties. I, I think they're a soft team, especially, especially on the defensive side and their offensive lines mixed up. You know, there's – there's a lot of reason to be excited. I'm just you know, cautiously optimistic, you know. I, I figure if I temper down my enthusiasm, I'm only going to be, uh, you know, pleasantly surprised. So um, I appreciate you taking my call. Keep up the good work, my man, and uh, let's go Big Blue. Thanks for the call, Bill. I mean, going into this game, you should be optimistic. You shouldn't be overconfident, but you should be, like, excited because you, you feel like you have a chance, right? What do – the Bills fans, or not the Bills fans, what do the Dolphins fans feel like going to face the Bills in Buffalo with Skylar Thompson? They're dreading it. Ravens fans going to face the team that came out of the AFC last year who just beat them in Week 18. They got to face that team again with Tyler Huntley. They're dreading it. They can't wait for the game to be over. They don't think they have a shot. Unfortunately, I'm a Dallas fan. And I think the Cowboys should blow out Tom Brady and the eight and nine Bucks. They're the worst team in the playoffs. Uh, Tom Brady is old. They don't score points the way that they should. Their defense has given it up. They haven't been as solid this year. But I'm nervous for that game. Why am I nervous? Because if the Cowboys lose that game, that's embarrassing. That's back-to-back years with 12 wins when uh, you, you get to the playoffs and none of that matters. You get bounced in the first round. That's Tom Brady going eight and zero against Dallas. That's playing into the narrative that these Cowboys can't play on grass. That's playing into the narrative of, you know, Jerry Jones is cursed and Mike McCarthy's not that good of a head coach, but Jerry Jones says his job is safe. Like, it's just, you know, it's it's not something that, like, it's not fun. I think Giants fans are having fun. Listening to the Giants preview from Blue Ale House seemed like awesome. Look where we were the last six years. Now we can get together for a playoff preview party and then there's a bunch of plans for watch parties and get-togethers at people's houses and bars and things on Sunday at 4.30 to watch the Giants back in the playoffs against the Minnesota Vikings. I think Saquon is good. And when I mean good, I think he's healthier. Like, you can expect to see a strong showing from Saquon running the ball. I think Daniel Jones is confident. He can exhale a little bit. They did get to the playoffs. He led them to the playoffs. This was his best season, first season with Dayball, but... He's going to be locked in. That kid is steady. He's going to be ready to go. You get healthier with Xavier McKinney and Adoree Jackson. Hopefully Adoree Jackson doesn't miss 
you know, hopefully he doesn't skip a beat because he missed a ton of time. Hopefully he's he's ready to go. He doesn't get burnt or forget an assignment. He's a veteran. He should be fine. But then when you're hearing reports about, you know, the Vikings line being banged up and you look at the Giants defense and their front with Aziz and Leonard and Sexy Dexy and KT, it's like, okay, you'll take those guys up against a banged up offensive line. And Wink Martindale talked about we had 19 different guys hit the quarterback. They're going to heat them up. Kirk Cousins. Is Kirk Cousins a quarterback that scares you? Not really. You've seen him fold. You've seen Kirk Cousins fail. So if you're a Giants fan, I understand the optimism, the confidence going into the game. Now, the other side of it is the Vikings are more talented. They are at home in front of their fans. They did just beat you. And they know that you're coming in confident off of that game. They've watched that film. And they're gearing up to not embarrass themselves, right? They've lost the Giants in the past and in history, but they're also gearing up not to embarrass themselves as a 12-win team being defeated, right? They just won their division. Uh, They get to host a playoff game. They don't want their season to end with the Giants coming to town and knocking them off with a first-year head coach. So it's going to be a great game, and that's the NFL. It's it's NFL storylines. I mean, I can't wait for Wild Card Weekend. It's fun. they added this extra extra game and this Monday night game and, and you know extra playoff team and we get to enjoy football Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And these are the top teams in the game. Limo driver Ed out in Pennsylvania on the fan again. Hello, Ed. What's up, brother? No, I'm at Newark Airport waiting for my flight to come. Okay. In from, uh, okay. The city says Pennsylvania on the screen, but you're on the move. Well, you're on yeah, the move. no. I was on the move when I was calling. I told him I was making my way down to time. So I'm at North Airport waiting. Hey, now me as limo driving, I've been doing this over 35 years. Odell, please, brother, for another five grand. I know how you are. You're retired. Your money right now might be a little tight. You know what I'm saying? Take the prize out of Teterboro or wherever you're coming in at or you're flying, whatever, because this is a hassle that you don't have. And you was right on point earlier. I don't want to harp on this because I just want to say that. you, 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 And I pick up a lot of celebrities. You understand me? And it's it's crazy. And the first thing you are, either everyone's gonna have that phone going to see how you're gonna react. And you gotta watch yourself when you're out here because this is what they do. And he definitely got a lawsuit, and I hope he pursue that because what they did to him was definitely wrong. It doesn't make no difference. And I I see people who get off a plane, get kicked off a plane, and 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 what they have caused fights, whole bunch of different things that they do. They are intoxicated. They are messed up. You understand me? But if you look at that, what they got on their camera, and, and the stewardess and the captain, it made no sense of that. They knew who it was, and she knew who it was. Now she looks a little famous. You understand what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, now she's she viral. Yeah, now everybody right. everybody that she knows <laughs> saw her. Now she got some light right. off of Odell Beckham's right. name. Yeah, I know it, bro. Right. Trust so me. Now, I, 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 saw, I saw right through it. And that's why right. I was, it was and a little disappointing to see the reaction and all the fingers uh-huh. being pointed at that man. I'm like, I don't oh. feel that way. Yeah, and no, and you're on the point. Like I said, is she'll go to court, and everybody gonna know who she is. So that's what I'm saying, man. You know what? For the next couple of dollars, just pay lesson it. learned. You know, I bet you, private. I bet you, you never catch him on a on a commercial what? flight. I bet you, he, he no. I bet you, he sues them, and he gets his money yeah. from Nike. Nike supposedly owed him like a twenty million or something like that, and uh, yeah. he'll sign his next deal in the NFL, and you'll never see him on another flight. All these rappers no, talk about it. Um, all these yep. other celebrities yep. talk about it. It's not worth the hassle a lot. Like I just saw a video of Lil Wayne. He said he hasn't been in a commercial airport in, in, in over a decade, a couple decades. He doesn't even know well, what the you, process is like. 
Well, guess what? I picked them up from that New York jam a few years ago. I Wayne? took them over to Teterboro to their private jet, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's you know cool. what I'm saying? But, but, but the thing is, yeah, they, but the thing is, is that um, all my jets was what he said. And I understand what he's saying. I don't want a car. I don't want him. Don't you even think about him. Why? Why? Because of the price tag? Or because he, you just don't think he's good enough? I think he's had his time. And, he, listen, he has had good wide receivers out there, good running back. Maybe their old line wasn't the best, but you know what? I, no, I don't. I don't want to go that route. No, I don't want to go that route. I think no. it's Jimmy G. We, we, I think it's Jimmy G. Jimmy I, if G. Jimmy G can stay healthy, I'd love to get him if he can stay healthy. Yeah, that's you the that's the caveat. It's the NFL. If anyone can stay healthy, right? They're gonna sign him under the under the assumption or hope, not assumption, the hope that he does stay right. healthy. And if he gets hurt, then they'll they'll figure it out after that. Ain't that something, man? If you look through the whole league this whole year, you know how people done got hurt, man. This this game is violent. It's rough. You can't keep a guy the fifth. It's rough. I watch it. I watch it, and I, I thank God that I stepped out of it when I did. I mean, I wasn't good enough to make it to the Ooh. league, but I see some right, of the hits right, these right. guys take. We just saw DeMar Hamlin fall out, and then we get right back on the field. They're smacking guys. They're fighting guys. Like Bro. It is a barbaric sport. I got I got tickets one time for the Jets, and I forgot who was. I think he was playing Buffalo. Let me tell you one thing, man. I heard that clash. I was sitting down way down below, and I heard them bodies getting hit. And, oh, my God. I said, man, that's a train. I said, yeah, no. It's collision. Uh -huh. High-impact car <laughs> you know? crashes. These guys are strong, fast. They weigh a lot. They're and coming you, at each other brother. full yes. speed with yes. aggression yes. and, and yes. plastic pads and, and hard helmets. Yep, you're right about that. So now, I mean... I don't know who we're going to look at far as how the money's going to go. Um, I don't know about Lamar. You know, that, that that's a, that's another subject. I don't know what that is. But I know we do. We need a quarterback. We need a good – you know what? Can we find – I miss Gaston all week because ever since the sack change, we never had nobody can do the end. I mean, I understand up the middle. That's fine. But we need somebody on – and I thought we got that kid from uh, – what Jerm was it? Uh, Jermaine Johnson uh, from uh, FSU. Yeah, man. He, he's going. He's going to be a player. I I'm, I actually saw him in college a little bit, and he. I mean, it was his rookie yeah. year. Um, and even like yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau, who was the number five overall pick, like he he came along right. later in the year. I yeah. think Jermaine yeah, Johnson is yeah. going to be fine, but they could draft somebody at thirteen. You know, if they feel like that's a need. But I think they're probably going to go for offensive line. You have to. Yeah, because that's the bigger need. You you know whether that's, it's Zach Wilson, Jimmy need. Garoppolo. Right. You got to yeah. be able to protect, and you need to establish the run. You need you need a monster up there to open the holes for Brees Hall. Well, Brees ain't gonna be able to come back now until probably October, November. I know, I know, but I'm not sleeping you on know? that kid because they, they're too. saying he's ahead of schedule, and uh, yeah. he's young. And every yeah. year, these like ACLs become less and less time that it takes for these guys to mm -hmm. get back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's gonna be ready yeah, week I one, but people are saying November. I'm giving him October. Yeah, probably so. And one more last thing before I get off. You know what, man? KD, every year, his bones are brittle. Um, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's a twig. On. I'm just saying this. <laughs> he's, huh? he's a twig. He's skinny. Like all, bro, He gets I hurt that, because man. guys are falling on him. Like, bro, he I'm could never you, play I football. No. And the thing is, I think, you know, be careful. ACA, he may get one on AC, brother, because I tell you right now is, you talk about a month. I, I hope he don't tear it. I, I know care. it's deja vu from last year. These MCL sprains. He's spraining his knee right. because he's getting right. his knee knocked back and like twisted in a certain way. And yeah, I mean, he had the Achilles. Uh, I don't know. I, I just wish I wish for him to heal up I because 
they need him. He's the whole team in, in a lot unless, of ways. Unless he gets some, but you know what? Unless he gets some weight on him and work those knees, man. I don't know, bro. He every year he keeps going out. Yeah, and 20, we expected. I heard Evan say it. Like we expected. Nobody was surprised. Like, and what it was was crazy because Bruce Brown got bulldozed into him last year. And then Jimmy right. Butler fell on him this year. It wasn't like he fell down. Both times he didn't have the ball in his hand. He was on defense just standing there. And, yeah, like you said, he's not – I mean, I'm sure he lifts, but I don't think he's hitting the squat rack. I don't think he's, no, like, man, building no. his legs up to be that. strong listen, enough. If it, listen, if he did that, bro, he'll crumble. <laughs> yeah. He's squatting, he's squatting like, 135 like, max. It's like, <laughs> right. It's like Humpty it's like Humpty Dumpty on the wall. Humpty the Humpty had that great fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't he, he, he's a hooper, man. He's not in the gym like that. He's not in the gym like that. I know, brother. I know. Well, hey man, once again, good show. You know, I'm always out here doing my runs late mornings, early mornings. Doesn't make a difference. I'm out here trying to make that money. You know what I'm saying? So, Do that. I'll be calling you back. All right, my brother, have Thanks a great Thanks for listening. Good Thanks morning. for calling, Ed. KD. Yeah, KD is a seven-foot lanky guy. It's unfortunate, but, like, he's going to get hurt because those skinny legs are going to not be able to hold up with all of that pressure, all of that weight put on him. But whatever. The Nets got to figure it out. The Nets lose tonight, and uh, Kyrie doesn't come through with the 40-point game that fans were expecting. Ben Simmons is afraid to shoot the ball. TJ Warren, Joe Harris, not afraid to shoot the ball. Like what I saw out of them. Nick Claxton, like what I saw out of him, but you know what? Kevin Durant is the face of the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant is an MVP candidate. Kevin Durant is shooting from the mid-range at a historic rate right now, and now they don't have him back-to-back years, really every year, all four years. He sat out the whole first year, and he had, a, I think, a hamstring the second year, uh, and then some COVID uh, things that were keeping him out. And then the last two years, he's at MCL sprain. So here we go again. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. I told you if you want to talk about Odell Beckham, hang up the phone. Call me and talk about anything else. I'll be right back. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. He's homered. Derek Jeter homers to tie the game. And there it is. Hit number 3,000. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah. It's Friday, man. Finally Friday. Moving right along, second Friday of the year, Keith McPherson on the fan. You got me till 2 a.m. Salicata's coming up next. We're talking sports, folks. Call me up, 877-337-6666. We're getting ready now, like more ready now. It's Friday. So tomorrow, the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend begins. And we've got a call from a Vikings fan. Bill is out in Holbrook, New York. First off, Bill, tell us. How that happened? Oh, long time, long suffering Vikings fan, Keith. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, long time, long. So I'm talking about 50 years since Fred Tarkenton. Uh, I was a little kid. I'm 62, and uh, so I used to love watching them in the snow. And they were able to get to the Super Bowl, and they were on TV a lot back in those days. Mm-hmm. And uh, once they put them in the dome, then they just were not. They, they, they were teased. It's worse to be a Viking fan. Than it is to be a Jet fan by far, by far. No, because, <laughs> at least you win. Vikings, at least you. you know, no, no, no. But the, the Vikings tease you though. They, 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 they look like they're going to get to the game. They don't get to it. They look like they're going to do it, and then they just fall apart. I, so I thought I you were going to say it's happen. better than being a. Uh, it's worse than being a Cowboys fan because these Cowboys fans are delusional. The Cowboys are no, similar the Cowboys- to the Vikings. They win on Sunday, but they can never actually get to the Super Bowl and win it. And. Uh, yeah, but but the Cowboys have won Super Bowls in their history. Yeah. Yeah, just before my time. Only, you know, I was a little kid when they were beating the Bills. And I don't really remember those Super Bowls. That's when I started getting into football, so I chose the team. And then a couple years after I chose the team, they won the Super Bowl in 96. And that's the only Super Bowl that I remember and that I can hold on to. And it might be the only one I ever see the Dallas Cowboys win. Yeah, well, no, they, 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 got, they got talent. You never know with them. Well, with the Vikings, I you know what? They're, they're, I, I believe that the Giants are going to win this game and um, because it's just the type of game that the Vikings lose. Um, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm just as bad as Giannotti because he's a big Viking fan and he, he thinks they're going to lose too. But, but the one thing, though, that surprises me, Keith, is that I've never seen – I've never ever seen a team this disrespected. A thirteen and four they were, and they're eleven and zero in in close games. And I've never ever have you ever seen a team this disrespected? When I watch ESPN and I watch First Take and I watch everybody and they talk about the teams to get by, they're never even mentioned. Not yeah, a it's... single one. All they talk about is the Eagles, uh, um, or, or the Forty ers and, uh, you know, and I've heard him talk a little bit about the Cowboys, but they, they, as far as they're concerned, the Vikings don't even exist. It's hysterical. It, it's weird, too, because Minnesota, 
Vegas views them differently. I saw a stat that the Vikings are 12-0 and straight up this season when they're favored. Like, they win the games when they're favored. But there were games yeah. where they weren't favored, and I remember looking at the spread like, why are they not favored to beat the Lions? Why are they not favored to beat um, the Green Cowboys? Bay. At the end, Green Bay, yeah. Why are they exactly? Why are they not favored to beat Green Bay? And then they got smoked by those teams. They got exactly, exactly. Um, their favorite know. Sunday, they, though. Yeah, their their favorite Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but I I think that uh, I think that the uh, that the Giants uh, are, are going to pull it off. I just think it's going to. I think it's going to be close. But somehow, you know, because defensively, I mean, you know, they can't, uh, you know, they they can't stop the run no matter what the heck. They can't stop the run, and Barkley's a he's a good runner, so I, they can't I would stop the pass fun. either. So they're gonna, you know, if the Giants are prepared, they're gonna keep them off balance. And what I'll say is, the game right after that uh, 27-24 win on Christmas Eve. The game, the right. game right after was that that uh, Packers game, and the Packers put up right. 41, and they shut Justin Jefferson down, and then the whole league was like, okay, yeah, these guys aren't anything. And then it was the reverse for the Giants. I know they faced the Colts, but they put up 38 on the Colts the next week, and it was like, okay, the, the Giants look like they're picking up steam. Then we saw their backups keep it close with the Eagles, who were playing for everything right. with their starting quarterback coming back. I mean, That's very true. That's very true. But the thing is, in the first quarter, though, the game was tight, and the Vikings lost the two starting two of their um, offensive linemen, who are who are one of them's a Pro Bowler. So right off the bat, and that's what's the pro- that's what's going to be the problem. Um, um, Cousins Cousins is a great pocket passer. He knows how to stay in the pocket. I've watched every single game because I got the dish, you know. And the thing with Cousins is that. He he's a he's a he's a good quarterback and he gets no respect at all. But like anybody, they they all say the same thing, Keith. They say, "Oh, this guy can't do well under the uh, if you if if you put pressure on him." Mm-hmm. Well, since when did Tom Brady ever do well with pressure on him? Even no, at his, even at his even at his heyday, even even at his prime, anybody that put pressure on Brady when they when they when they would have blitzes and stuff. Even the it's, great, the goal. It's extremely it. hard to throw the ball downfield with six five, two hundred and seventy pound guys bearing down on you. It's hard. It's not easy to do. That's that. That's it. That's it. Uh, Keith, um, privilege to talk to you. Great show. Keep up the good work. Thanks for the call, Bill. Now, looking at the Vikings, Dalvin Cook. I keep talking about Dalvin Cook because they need to have some kind of run run game. And Dalvin Cook is a home run hitter, but he is not hitting home runs as of late. And he got hurt in the last game, went under the tent, and they went to Alexander Madison. And I think you'll expect to see Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook kind of split carries. And that's not ideal in the playoffs. Justin Jefferson is all on him, but everybody knows that. And I think the Giants know that. And the Giants are a team getting back Xavier McKinney and Adoree Jackson just the level of athleticism those two have to cover a Justin Jefferson is huge. And then if the Vikings O-line is banged up and you have a rested Aziz, Aziz Ojolari, Leonard Williams, they didn't play last week. You have 
all-pro Dexter Lawrence, who we saw just eat Quentin Nelson alive, who is one of the best offensive linemen in the league. And then you have Kayvon Thibodeau, who's prime time. He loves it when all the attention's on him. He's going to show up and make a play, and they blitz every play. So as you're just lining up little things, I don't know. I just look at the Giants like they're they're three-point underdogs, but this might as well be a push. I think they can go in there and win the game, and if they get up early, then there won't be much doubt that they're in the game. If they're if they're down and they're trailing, you know, Justin Jefferson and those guys can put up points in a hurry. You saw them do that, and I, I always mention that um, after it happened. You saw them do that against the Colts. I know the Colts are trash. They didn't have a coach, blah, 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 blah. But they were down 33 nothing in that game. And you saw them come back in the third quarter right away. Two touchdowns. Then in the fourth quarter, 22 points, and then in overtime, kick the field goal to win it. So they they have the offense that can uh, score and, and put up points in a hurry. Ca- Captain Kirk, he threw for 460 yards in that game. Four touchdowns. Dalvin Cook almost rushed for 100. He had 95. K.J. Osborne went off in that game. So that's another thing, too, Giants fans. Don't forget about the other weapons. I know the focus is going to be on Justin Jefferson. But in that game against the Colts, K.J. Osborne was open all over the place, and Kirk was finding him. And Adam Thielen, who was like a Minnesota legend, he's at the end of his career, but he's he's still somewhat solid. He's still available. He's not the fastest guy, but he's a route runner, and he's crafty, and he'll get open, and if they throw him the ball, he's going to catch the ball. I, I, I can't wait to see this game. I think the Giants, I think I would take the Giants too. I got to see what the odds are and, you know, money line versus the points. I think I would take them straight up money line. The advantage that I think they have as well is their coaching staff. And I know it's a new coaching staff, but it, they're not new. They're not new at coaching football and putting guys in positions to win. You know, Kevin O'Connell is the head coach for the Vikings, and he's fairly new over there. What's he in his third year with them? Kevin O'Connell has been the Vikings head coach. Nah, this is his first year. He's he's brand new with them. So who they have? Mike Zimmerman? Uh, yeah, I don't know who else I was thinking of. He's brand new too. So if we're looking at two head coaches in their first years, advantage Brian Dable. Brian Dable came in with nothing. Brian Dable came in with not half the talent that Kevin O'Connell had, and look what he did. I don't know. I I also think this too. Like I can't wait to see all the picks, like uh, our picks here at WFAN, the picks on TV. Because I think if if there's also the, the school of thought, like if everybody is all in on the road team, the underdog, if everybody is all in on the Giants, then it's just one of those type of things where the Vikings end up winning. And I'm telling you, it's going to come down to Greg Joseph and Graham Gano. And those two are two of the best kickers uh, in the league. They'll be in the dome. They, they both can hit 60-yard field goals. It's going to be a great game to watch. Let's talk Jets. Let's go to Pennsylvania and talk to Rich on the fan. What's up, Richie? Hey, Keith, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I just want to talk about, I heard uh, Woody Johnson will spend as much money as he needs to find the right quarterback <laughs> this year, but what are options? Uh, I know there's several out there. I like Rapolo. I don't like Carr. I'd be awesome to get Lamar Jackson, but I don't think Baltimore is ever going to give him up. But I think, what's the best bet for the Jets? Um, that's where I'm confused at thinking right now. Yeah, I, I mean, know Rapp- all those guys are going to cost money. 
Lamar Jackson, like, I think the reason, I know Lamar Jackson is hurt. I know he came out and said that, he, you know, he, his knee isn't right. But I, I think that is rooted in the fact that he's not putting his body the on the line without a guaranteed contract. Garoppolo is hurt every year, right? You don't want to end up paying him, and then he's not available. And Carr, you don't want to overpay him. He was leading the league in interceptions. If Dak Prescott didn't exist, <laughs> coming along in week five and leading the league in interceptions, it would be Derek Carr. So, you know, Woody wanting to spend or or coming out and saying that he wants to spend, it's like, okay, Woody, we, we already know really who's available and, and kind of around what they're going to cost. It's not the money. It's about the fit. And really, it starts with an offensive coordinator first. You just fired Mike LaFleur, and they barely did that correctly. The reports that came out, it was another, like, same old Jets. Like, what are the Jets doing inside that building? Conflicting reports, whatever. I think it was the right move. I think if a guy is, you know, not able to get a team in the end zone, I don't care. I understand he dealt with injuries, but you got to be able to scheme. It wasn't like you were playing the top teams in the league. You can't score on the, the Dolphins, the Seahawks, the Jaguars. He had to go. But it is vital that they make the right pick for offensive coordinator and then let him have a say in who they pair him up with at quarterback. And please yeah, get off the whole Zach Wilson thing. It doesn't matter. I, I know they're tied to him. And, you know, I know I, it, it's 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 ridiculous that he's got a, a guaranteed $35 million and that kid cannot even complete a screen pass. But he's not important. He's secondary. I've said Garrett Wilson is the important Wilson. You have... A freak exactly. at re- receiver. That kid had 1,100 the yards. I've ever seen. 1,100 yards bad. in a year with no consistent quarterback play. If if you get him a consistent quarterback, they're going to be talking about him and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about, Keith, because, listen, I've been a Jet fan for a long time. Al Toon was the best talent I've ever seen since Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is a freak. Um, and right now, with that draft that um, Douglas had – to get another draft like that, it's a shot in the dark. So you can't count on that. I mean, we need offensive linemen. That's a fact right there. But we have that t- with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall coming back. You need a quarterback. And listen, I would risk Lamar Jackson with the injuries or Garoppolo, but I will not risk for Carr. But you need somebody right now. The Jets are built to win now. That that offense is incredible right now. The defense is playing incredible. But you're not going to find another receiver like Garrett Wilson and what Brees Hall did at the beginning right there, that, that was just incredible. It's a shot in the dark if you think you're going to go out and find somebody else like that in the draft. So they have to really find the right quarterback right now. And whether it's Garoppolo, I would risk Garoppolo or Lamar Jackson. Those are the two, but I wouldn't risk it on Carr. Um, I, I would take the injury risk to get the right quarterback because the option seems kind of low out there. And Carr is definitely not, I don't think, in the same group as Garoppolo or Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson would be phenomenal if if Woody would actually outbid Baltimore, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. None of us know because there's also this thing that I feel like Jets fans are leaving out. Other teams are going to be looking for quarterbacks as well. We just saw a shuffle last year uh, with Matt Ryan going to Indianapolis, and they're going to need a quarterback. The Raiders need a quarterback. Uh it's about who wants to come to New York, New Jersey, and play for the Jets as well. I think it's a great city to play for, but right now with that talent, I mean, come on, even the quarterback out there has got to know, I got Garrett Wilson right there. I got Brees Hall as a running back, but you got to build that lineup. With, you're not Those are two incredible talents that you have. And to go to a team a team that's looking for a quarterback right now, I don't, I don't see any other team that has a Garrett Wilson, a young receiver like that, or a Brees Hall. 
All you have to do, I think they should get a center and an offensive lineman in the draft somewhere, either an interior or, or left guard or, or right guard. But they need help right there. But they need that quarterback because the Jets are built to win next year. And there can't be no mistakes going forward. Zach Wilson is actually irrelevant right now. You can't count on some offensive quarterback coordinator coming in and trying to make the kid right. Listen, I don't think he could ever be made right. That's my theory. I don't think he's the right guy. I think you've got to find a quarterback right now. You're This is it. It's next year because I think Salah's career, and I like Salah, but there, he's going to take the fall. If the Jets don't find the right guy, Woody doesn't find the right guy, he's going to make Salah the fall guy. Yeah, and there's plenty of offensive coordinator options out there. They have to make the right choice and then talk about who they're going to get at quarterback. And there's not too many quarterbacks out there. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, do I trust them to make the right decision? I don't. Yeah, right. Well, hey, Keith, thank you for taking my call. Great show. Thanks for the night. call, Rich. Appreciate it. The Jets The Jets have the 13th overall pick, and on Tankathon, they have Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. Do not do that. There's no reason. you like The Jets got to stop drafting quarterbacks. There's no reason to draft another young quarterback when you have a, a, a young quarterback that he looks worse than a rookie. He looks like he should be in college. He looks like he should have done another year in in BYU. He should have stayed in school for another year. Man, he finessed. No matter what, he finessed. $35 million guaranteed out of Woody Johnson. And I really will never know what it... It it couldn't be just the pro day throw. I really will never know what was the combination of things for them to pass on... Justin Fields and Trey Lance, who are just bigger guys in stature. Justin Fields played against much better competition, was in the SEC his freshman year, then played in the Big Ten. And then Trey Lance, I think his father played in the NFL. And yeah, he went to North Dakota State, but he was a freak at North Dakota State. Like, as a freshman, he was one of the best players in the country, and I'm pretty sure he won a national championship there. I'll never actually know what went on that they said, yep, Zach Wilson, that's our guy out of BYU, number two. And, you know, we don't need a veteran quarterback. He's ready to go. I don't know what they saw in practice. Like That's why I just think it's like there's got to be a 30 for 30 or something of what was going on. Maybe they just didn't know. Or, you know what, it wasn't that they didn't know. They didn't want to know. They drafted this kid. They saw him, and he wasn't an NFL quarterback. He wasn't an NFL-ready ready quarterback in two years. And there's too much pride involved. They don't want to admit fault. They don't want, they don't want to admit that they took the wrong guy. You see Justin Fields rushing for 1,000 yards this year. Probably would have broke Lamar's record if he was healthy. You see other guys in the league, even like Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones, I think, is going to be a serviceable NFL quarterback. They kind of did him wrong this year without Josh McDaniels and there's just so many. There were so many other better players too, right? I guess they had to go quarterback, but there was a lot of other talented players in that draft. The, the Jets have to make it right. They have to get the OC and figure out what type of quarterback he wants or what type of quarterback he can work with. Zach Zach Wilson got to be so far on the back burner, like he can't really be in the discussion because any real offensive coordinator in the NFL is going to laugh at what he sees on tape with him. Any real offensive coordinator is going to be like, this is a non-factor. Are we trying to win now? I know Woody said there's no playoff mandate. But the fans put a playoff mandate out there. There's a drought going on. 
You don't want that to go to 13, 14, 15 years. You should have made the playoffs this year, but this was the year of the non-quarterback. So how do you fix it going into next year? Clearly, like Tankathon looks at your biggest need, and they say, okay, well, uh, Bryce Young's going to be off the board. C.J. Stroud's going to be off the board. Will Levis is going to be off the board. So you guys should draft Anthony Richardson. No way. Get an offensive coordinator, get a veteran quarterback, and uh, push forward next year with the talent that you have and take an offensive lineman at 13 to help protect. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Approaching the 1 o'clock hour, I got one more hour. Call me up. Let's talk Knicks. Let's talk Nets. Let's talk Giants. Continuing the playoff hype, the playoff talk. Sprinkle in some Mets conversation. I think I put out there, they're, they're looking at Andrew McCutcheon, Adam Duvall, Trey Mancini. And uh, I I think Steve Cohen's going to sign one of them. He's never done. Yankees fans, call me up as well. But instead of talking about who's going to play left field, what are we going to do with Josh Donaldson and Aaron Hicks? Are we going to cut Hicks? Who's going to take Josh Donaldson? Are we stuck with him? Who knows? We'll talk all around it when we come back after this. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.